Welcome to the 23 Minutes in Hell podcast. Author and speaker Bill Weiss and his wife Annette address the many questions we all have about hell and eternity. Bill and Annette believe the subject of hell shouldn't grip us with fear, but instead, it should inspire us to use our time on earth wisely. Thank you for joining my wife and I. Today we are asking the question, will you be one of the deceived? You know, Bill, looking at world events over the last two years, it's clear to see we are living in an age of great deceit. That's for sure. You know, because of that, Christians really need to remain vigilant in their faith, spend time every day in God's word, pray for discernment, and keep a clean and a clear conscience before God, being quick to repent of any sin. We must be led by the Holy Spirit as never before. And it would not be an overstatement to say that it could be a matter of life and death. That's exactly right, you know. But you might be thinking, come on, Bill, a matter of life or death? Yes, you heard me clearly. When you stay closely connected to God, he will warn you of danger and keep you from evil. A decision that could put you in harm's way may be avoided just by stopping to inquire of the Lord. You know, when a sense of peace suddenly leaves your heart, As you attempt to do something or go somewhere, it is often the Holy Spirit at work. You know, violence and crime have spiked dramatically. Being at the wrong place at the wrong time could lead to premature death. Many people have failed to pause and inquire the Lord before making life-altering decisions in regard to their health, jobs, finances, and families. That's so true, Bill. You know, you turn on the news and you almost don't even want to see the headlines or see the videos they throw out there because there's been a lot lately of people being attacked, stabbed, beat up, you know, being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Exactly. You know, and we must also be discerning with whom we choose to follow, you know, follow online, uh, follow in any way, you know, don't be deceived by those who have influence, power or celebrity status. These people will use enticing words to sway even Christians with arguments that seem right. Believers should not be so quick to support any person or cause, even when it's accepted by the masses. And don't be surprised when you witness prominent Christian leaders keeping company with people who have been openly opposed to God and the Bible. That's so true. You know, do these leaders fear man rather than God? You know, are they trying to win the approval of the world or of God? You know, 1 Timothy 4.2 warns us about the ones who speak lies in hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. You know, trust your own instincts and rely on the leading of the Holy Spirit if something doesn't appear right. This is how God warns us. And isn't that true, Bill? It's so important more than ever before today You know, some questions to ask ourselves, you know, is um, we must ask, does it bother me when people don't see me as compassionate and loving? Am I afraid of offending anyone with the truth? Do I lean towards making people feel comfortable around me, even at the cost of compromising what I know the Bible teaches? You know, the enemy will tell you that you are not being a good Christian if you offend people with the truth. He will try to make you cowardly or ashamed of sharing the gospel. And the Bible calls Satan the father of lies. Second Corinthians eleven fourteen says he comes as an angel of light. 
And Ephesians 6.12 reminds us that we are at war with him. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. That's so true. You know, when, we, when you stand up for truth, be prepared because you will face resistance. You may also be looked down upon or ostracized. You know, we know this because the Bible says in 2 Timothy 3.12, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. Jesus himself said, if the world hates you, understand that it hated me first. If you were of the world, it would love you as its own. Instead, the world hates you because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. You know, but remember also that the Lord is my light and my salvation. So why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress, protecting me from danger. So why should I tremble? That's in Psalms 27.1. Then 2 Thessalonians 3.3 says, But the Lord is faithful, and he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. And then Romans 8.31 says, What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? That's such a great scripture in Romans 8.31. You know, that's a good one to just declare each day, that's you right. know, as you head out, because fear is going to try to bombard our minds. You know, and that reminds me of one of the times, Bill, when we were traveling on a ministry trip and we were in the hotel room and this was the night before and then you were going to get up, we were going to get up in the morning and you were going to um, share the message, 23 Minutes in Hell at a church. And I happened to turn on the television that night for just a little while, and there was a popular minister on, and I thought, well, I know he's really leans towards the grace and the love of God, but let me just listen to him. So I listened to his message, which of course was good, Um, but then the next morning when I got up to get ready and we were getting ready for the service, I, all these thoughts started hitting my mind, like, you need to soften the message hell. I mean, it's so severe and harsh. You need to preach more on love and God's compassion. And these are the kind of thoughts that were hitting my mind. Now you would think, well, those aren't bad thoughts, but those were not God. It was a thought of from the demonic, right? right? Hitting my mind, trying to have me influence you to say, Bill, maybe you need to emphasize more the love of God and not say this or that. But that was the enemy. Right, exactly. And, you know, the message of hell is a message of love because it's a message of warning. But on the other side, we have to let people know how severe it really is, you know, so they can appreciate what they were saved from as a Christian. And if they're not saved, they need to know what they're facing if they deny Jesus as their Lord and Savior and they don't repent of their sins. They're going to a place that is far worse than their minds can ever even conceive. So it's important for us to be strong on this message about hell. Absolutely, and not back down. And you, and tell them the truth. And you always do speak the truth and love anyways. And like you said, hell is compassionate. I mean, if the bridge is out, um, you want to warn people, hey, you know, don't travel down that road. Or if a burning, you see a burning building, you want to run up to the people and say, fire, fire. So people will heed the warning and escape. From the burning building. Exactly. It's the same thing. Same thing. You know, don't be fooled by the enemy's tactics. Don't ignore your spiritual discernment. 
Demons are influencing the minds of many people today, including the ones with power, money, and fame. Demons can and will influence or drive people to lie, cheat, and do evil. The devil uses the most prominent individuals in any media outlet or mass way of communicating to promote his lies and agenda. You know, among some of these lies being told today are, read some of these. Yeah, I wanted to share this. These are some of the lies that are being promoted today. Abortion is an act of loving your neighbor as yourself. This is a lie. That's right. Or people are born in the wrong body and assigned the wrong gender, so we must help them correct this mistake. This is a lie. That's right. God doesn't make mistakes. As if he does. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. You know, or this lie, exposing even the youngest children to sexual preferences, sexual acts, nudity, and explicit written content makes them more aware and accepting of others' choices. This is a lie. A war. Socialism is compassionate and kind, and people are helped by its many benefits. This is a lie. Exactly. Or lastly, here's another one. Save the planet at any cost, including the destruction of the economy, food supplies, and individual freedoms. This is a lie. So true. You know, these are just a few of the lies people have embraced. And didn't you just have a conversation the other day with a Christian lady, a husband and wife, and the the lady said that her friend, who is another Christian, basically said, oh, no, children should have these choices and should be told about all this when they're young, about their gender and and be free to choose or mutilate their bodies, basically. Right, right. And she was a so-called Christian. Right, and she was defending that and that children should be exposed to this wickedness, uh, sexual perversion, and all these things that are being taught. I mean, she actually agreed with that. Yeah, that's so sad. How can you be a Christian and go along with that? I I don't don't know how, honestly. You know, like we said, these are just a few of the lies people have embraced. You know, this thinking is not compassionate. This thinking is not loving, and it is certainly not what the Bible teaches. These lies are all from the devil. The love and compassion people truly need is found in the pages of the Bible. Only this kind of compassion will bring the acceptance and inner peace people are longing for. You know, Romans 5.8 tells us, God demonstrates his own love and compassion towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You know, God has shown great compassion for the entire human race by sending Jesus Christ to redeem us. You know, he died and suffered horrible death on the cross and then rose from the dead. This is the compassion that changes people's lives and brings hope and God's compassion is revealed all throughout his word. It absolutely is. And I love Psalms 8615. It states, But you, O Lord, are a God full of compassion and gracious, long-suffering, and abundant in mercy and truth. You know, here's just some instances where God is compassionate in the Bible. God is compassionate towards the person who repents and turns from their sin, like the prodigal son in Luke 15, 20. God is compassionate towards his children. And keep in mind, not everyone is God's child out there. That's right. God is compassionate towards little children. And that's all through the Gospels, Matthew 19, 13 through 14, Matthew 18, 3. And God has compassion for the nation of Israel. And we can see that all throughout the Bible and the Old Testament, especially 
Deuteronomy 30, verse 3, and Psalm 78, 38, and others. And God is moved with compassion to heal the sick. Jesus, all through the Gospels, healed the sick and the blind and the lame and raised the dead out of compassion. Over and over it said he was moved with compassion. That's right. And Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. God has compassion also for the poor and hungry. God has compassion for those who call upon him with a sincere heart. And God has compassion on those who persevere under trials, as James 5.11 says. Oh, so true. So good. You know, however, know this too, that God's wrath is upon the sons of disobedience. His wrath abides on those who reject him. He rebukes the hypocrite and calls those who practice sin liars. Jesus had harsh words for the religious hypocrites who were full of pride, deception, envy, and wickedness. Now, this same spirit of wickedness is found today in many politicians, media personalities, Hollywood actors, affluent people, and even false Christians. So I just encourage all of you listening, let's take the time to examine our lives and look at any decisions we have made out of fear or from pressure of others, from believing false information or with the wrong motive. Let's make a commitment and decide in our hearts by God's grace to make bold, faith-filled decisions. Let's show others real love and compassion by not compromising the Bible or watering down the truth. So well said. You know, it's, it's the Word of God that brings the healing, hope, and change people desperately need today. You know, we are equipped by the Holy Spirit to courageously speak the truth in love. Let's choose to fear God rather than man. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please be sure to leave us a rating or comment. We value your feedback. Stay in touch and learn more about this ministry by visiting us at soulchoiceministries.org.